0: That same level over again and you're not allowed to move on and it will go on your transcript mm-hmm The crazy thing is that uh, of all the improv schools, the Groundlings is the only one with access to your permanent record. And your police record.
1: (laughs) They can add stuff to your police record. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. If you fail too many times, it's
1: considered a misdemeanor. And not advertised a lot, but is definitely the case they can remove things from your police record
0: Mm -hmm. but so few people perform at a level where that's allowed
1: how do you think bill Hader got on snl (laughs)
0: with that he was a serial killer barry is a documentary (laughs) it's an autobiography about what he used to do i still want to know what happened to my tablet pen Apple pen. Nope. I have no pen. I have no apple. Ugh. I have a pen. I have pineapple. Ugh. Pineapple pen. A- apple pen. Pineapple pen. Ugh. Pen, pineapple, apple
1: pen. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Um, it's a show. A very carefully scripted game show <laughs> where we quiz each other on uh, movies. I'm your yes. co-host, Wes, and <laughs> this is your other co-host,
0: Ethan. We got high energy. It's a good day, especially for an episode that's going to be short. I did spend most of this week going, I don't have to make a quiz, do I? I don't have time for that.
1: I kept thinking, I'm like, oh, I got to get a screenshot. I'm like, no, I don't. What would I, what movie? (laughs) (laughs) The screenshot
0: feeling is the worst one because... Whenever you have to get one on short notice, you get something terrible that either tells you nothing or way too much.
1: Uh, For me, it's more so like, oh, I got it on my phone, but now I'm using my computer. And Mm. these pieces of technology just don't communicate. I just want, you know, all I think about is the first Avatar movie and seeing Sam. Uh, Sam swipe Wheat. something from He's his from tablet onto a screen with one flick and that's like, wow. If only. That's the kind of imagineering that only James Cameron could, <laughs> could come up with. Something that definitely wasn't in Minority Report a
0: decade <laughs> prior. <laughs> we should do Minority Report.
1: I always get it mixed up with the short-lived, good, uh, parody news show, uh, The Minority Report. Who
0: hosted that?
1: Oh, uh, what's his name? Jordan Klepperman?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Am I even thinking of the right guy when I said Jordan Klepperman? Because I'm thinking of that guy from The Daily Show who would go out and. Yeah, you're
1: thinking of Jordan Klepper or whatever. Jordan his Klepper. Name is. But that is not who I'm thinking of. What a talentless hack. You heard it first here, folks. If that motherfucker steps within
0: 10 feet of this show, it's over.
1: Larry Wilmore. Oh, yeah. I like Larry Wilmore. He's fine. Did you watch The Minority Report at all? Of course not. It was great. Yeah. I thought it was better than The Daily Show.
0: Probably was. It. Do you know anyone that is currently watching The Problem with Jon Stewart?
1: No. I see clips of it on twitter or tiktok and i might sometimes watch it if it's someone he's interviewing yeah but i don't need his commentary anymore
0: (laughs) no he i say he was fine at the time i haven't revisited any
1: of it yeah there's definitely stuff that hasn't aged well with his but that's
0: that's simply the passage of time Anyway, this is a political show now, so let's talk about the most political thing we can, which is the movie The Killing of a Sacred Deer by Yorgos Lanthimos.
1: Um, I've not looked on Letterboxd. Did you review it already? I did. I reviewed... I thought, oh, you know
0: what? I'll review it after we record and realized I'm not responsible enough to remember to do that after
1: I hate how on Android, at least, they just started making on Letterbox the date you watched it mandatory.
0: Yeah, it should it should prompt you and not assume that I just watched that movie today.
1: Yeah, I hate that. I never like I'm someone who doesn't review immediately after watching no. a movie, and so sometimes it might be a week or two, mm-hmm. and then. I'm like, oh, now I have to do the extra work of remembering when I watched this, mm-hmm. because because I, I'm also like anal enough to not want to just have it make be it the up. day that I'm yeah. Well, you also need it for your alibi, of course. Like, There's okay. been enough times I've been called into questioning that I just need letterbox to get me out of it again. Mm-hmm.
0: Where were you on this date? Well, if you check my letterboxed, sir, I was busy watching The Eternals (laughs) again.
1: It's about the same as when I saw it last.
0: (laughs) Just as slightly less than fine as before. Uh, No, it was not good. I
1: think you're misremembering.
0: (laughs) I really want to give that... It feels weird to want to give a Marvel movie credit when it's not
1: good, you know? It's it's so middling and the fact that it's so long makes it bad. Yeah, that's
0: that combination of things makes it bad. And characters I really do not care about being really dramatic. It was the start it was honestly their opportunity to restart cuz it was the first thing in phase 4. They could have done whatever they wanted.
1: Wasn't it Spider-Man
0: Technically, I guess, but it was the first new property of Phase Four. Hmm. But it still felt. Or was like it, it had Shang to be. Chi? No, Shang Chi definitely came after.
1: Still not seen Shang Chi. I feel like that's a movie that people have forgotten. uh
0: yeah. Nobody look at my letterbox list of movies I paid to see in the theater. <laughs>
1: But like, isn't that, I feel like no one talks about that anymore. No one talks about it. (laughs) And you can tell I'm happy about it. Let's talk about this movie though. (laughs) All right. Live scoring. Killing of a sacred deer. You said you hadn't seen it and you don't, and what you know about it. That was awful phrasing. (laughs) You said you've never heard of this movie. Until uh, you said it's about a monster creature or some force that's an omnipresent force.
0: Give me, give me that for force. It is a force.
1: I'll give you a quarter point.
0: I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it too because I was going through the trivia on IMDb because the movie doesn't tell you. What specifically is doing this to the family? Yeah. You just know in some way it's related to Martin. But the IMDb trivia seems to state <laughs> that Martin has made a pact with a dark <laughs> entity.
1: <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Someone just wrote that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> they
0: did. But it's the closest you're going to get to an answer. <laughs>
1: Someone else's idea of what's correct. <laughs> I feel like the whole point of the movies you have no idea. Like, the, the terror comes from you don't know if yeah. he can stop it or not. <laughs> like, what's causing it? Like, I feel like that's honestly the biggest hook of the movie is that it's mysterious. He doesn't know.
0: He doesn't know what it does or what it can do. There's a brief moment where it seems may- like he does... It's-
1: it seems like he also might. Like, <laughs> I don't know. This kid has problems. Uh, what is Steven's profession? You said he was going to be a cartoonist, a reporter, or an archaeologist. Ooh, if you
0: fuse some of those words together, you can create his real profession. Cartoon. Uh, <laughs> Cartoonologist.
1: He's a
0: cardiologist. Yes. I was not warned about the surgery that starts this movie. Does that really require a warning? It's the first thing you see. It's just the inside of someone's body. It freaked me out a little bit.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) it freaked you out a little bit, so that requires a warning. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: needed sirens to go off and go, You're going to (laughs) see the inside of a body. (laughs) You might be scared a little bit. This person's liver looks like a tiny little hand reaching out on top of the rest of their organs. When I was scared, it looked like a little otter was inside them reaching up and around their beating heart.
1: It felt like you were trying to do what happened with the lobster and with the dog scene.
0: I'm not trying to do that with the dog scene. Very specifically, <laughs> I don't think
1: anything in this movie was as bad
0: as the dog scene.
1: Why is Steven hanging out with the 16-year-old Martin? It's complicated. He, he was part of the Big Brother program.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's as complicated as the Big Brother program, because I don't understand how that works.
1: Just because you don't understand does not mean it's complicated. <laughs> so complicated. If I have it to is. look it up... It is a volunteer matched with a child who applies to the program.
0: How do I know which one I'm going to get? How do I get to pick?
1: I don't think you really do, depending on the situation. But now you don't know, so it's complicated. This is considerably less complicated than the movie. It's complicated.
0: (laughs) I'm just trying to turn into one of those debate me internet people. Because I don't understand. You clearly don't understand. <laughs> prove it.
1: Prove <laughs> I don't believe. Prove it. Where's your evidence?
0: Where's your <laughs> evidence?
1: Um, so why it's, is it's Stephen hanging out with Martin?
0: Uh, Stephen's hanging out with Martin. I think because Stephen does feel guilt for killing Martin's father and won't admit that he did have something to do with it
1: it is a part of it it's stated at one point that it, when steven's explaining himself to his wife at one point he explains that it started off as being like they ran into each other and yeah out of a sense of guilt he did
0: he is a father figure in this young man's life who then feels
1: like, he cannot leave because Martin needs him. But then also feels the need to leave because of what Martin's subjecting him to.
0: Oh, some completely normal shit,
1: actually. <laughs> uh, Best question I asked, after starvation, what is the third symptom? You said overconfidence, <laughs> darkness, or locusts. None of those are correct. No, it's bleeding from the eyes. And then nearly immediately the fourth symptom, death. Yes. It's a good question. I thought it was fun. I thought when he was like, I know you have a lot of things to do, so I'm just going to give it to you quick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The speed at which he pukes out everything that's about to happen. He plot dumps this movie at at the middle mark in the very Yorgo Lanthimos way of not super articulate yeah, very wooden yeah complete monotone yeah and it's like I'm not 100% sure this is going to happen but something needs to happen in this movie and it's probably going to be this
1: I I laughed at that explanation I thought it was really good it's an entertaining because, like, like you said, half the movie you're just trying to figure out why am I? Be- why is it so unsettling? Like, <laughs> what, what's holding these people together? Where are we going from here?
0: Because, <laughs> uh-huh. like, I've seen movies where it's just like this: two families are intermingled, and it's a bummer for two and a half hours. I don't generally like those movies, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you do either. It depends. Yeah, I think it really depends. But you wouldn't show me this one, knowing that. Yeah.
1: I should show you Jacko's boating sometime. Have you seen that? No. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. It's pretty good. I just quirky. It's quirky. Yeah. But quirky, in I feel like you might get uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, what does Steven show his wife in the basement? You said a hole uh it's martin it's martin tied up yes (laughs) a little bit bruise beaten a little bit
0: he could have he could have been a little more brutal he was abusing a lot more injured (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's not what's that's not steven's fault (laughs) except for the two times that he punches him in the face
1: uh multiple choice what is martin's favorite movie you said groundhog's day i fucking nailed it (laughs) yep
0: for almost the exact reason that I think I gave.
1: <laughs> I just think it's funny when he's like, I'm getting a bit tired. I think. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, I wrote that I down. The movie. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, ultimately I understand why he went upstairs and went to bed. He wasn't tired, but that is an excuse during the middle of the movie groundhog day, which three people are watching in complete silence. <laughs> Which is another absolutely insane thing to do. (laughs) Um It's very funny to be like Groundhog Day is making me sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) It's also not a long movie, I don't think. I don't remember it being long.
1: Let me look up. It can't be that long. It's on like cable
0: TVs. It is surely shorter than this movie, which is
1: also not that long. Yeah. It's shorter than I remember it being. Day, runtime. It's an hour 40. That's what so I was going to guess. That's, that's not that bad. Who's the Mark. first family member to experience odd symptoms? Bobby Boy. Yep, it's Bobby. You guessed Kim. Hmm. I do really
0: think it is interesting that the first two symptoms of the curse yeah uh are two things that you could think is just a kid acting out for attention
1: mm-hmm I thought that was really compelling did you think he was just acting out
0: no I never for a moment thought that he was just <laughs> acting out but I could have believed that a parent would think that he was
1: yeah it's I haven't really thought about that, but yeah, I think you're right that it is uh, an interesting tool in the story because mm-hmm. it allows the characters to have some doubt about the situation, but there's absolutely no doubt <laughs> because of the vibes of this movie. We're like, mm-hmm. oh no, <laughs> you gotta get moving before the eyes. <laughs> yeah, as an
0: outside viewer, it's like you gotta get trucking because we don't know the timeline <laughs> of this thing at all, and. It's a weird and bad timeline. Also, <laughs> yeah, you get the first symptom, the second symptom kicks in almost immediately afterwards, and then lasts like a long week, time. Uh, yeah. like maybe two weeks before the third one, um, and then four I, hours. <laughs> <to yeah. last. laughs> I do wanted. To, I, I did want to add that if this wasn't a movie from this director it would be much more apparent that something was wrong with Bob because what kid figures out their legs don't work and sits in bed for 20 minutes just (laughs) waiting for someone to go upstairs and say that something's wrong?
1: All cool and collective. He's like, my legs don't work. (laughs) No, Dad, I'm saying that my legs don't work. (laughs)
0: Um, I did want to say one more thing about Bob, and it's just his name. nothing funnier than like a ten year old kid who goes by Bob
1: uh-huh <laughs> it just it fits <laughs> in the style of the director too yeah <laughs> the driest sense of humor.
0: <laughs> what's the dad's name Steven mom and daughter kim son Bob. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. It does yeah. not matter.
1: <laughs> what does Martin offer Steven when his arm is injured? A, to injure his own arm. B, to date his daughter. C, the wristwatch. Or D, a knock-knock joke. You said a knock-knock joke. I wish. Uh, no, he frighteningly bites into,
0: gets a pretty big chunk of skin <laughs> off his arm to the point he has to spit it on the ground.
1: Yeah. That's the point where you start wondering, like, is this kid a human being?
0: <laughs> yeah, something is too wrong with this kid. Kira uh walked in on me watching this movie. <laughs>
1: this is not a movie to really walk in on. There's no some weird parts <laughs> and and without is, any context. It wasn't even the weirdest part to
0: walk in on. It was the part where Martin is sitting at the diner by himself calling Steven to ask like where he is. If you've never seen a movie from this director, anyone talking is one of the most bizarre things. Yeah. That you could <laughs> walk in on. And she was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I turned to I go, "No, this is just how people talk in these movies." Um. <laughs>
1: And that's what I think I love about his movies is the way that all the actors talk. It's just so different than any other... Like, no one's going for an Oscar performance. No.
0: No no actor would ever win an Oscar for one of these movies. <laughs> these movies are not for actors. Yeah. Um, I was reading... I was just going down a, a tiny rabbit hole and I saw... So a popular Google search for this movie is why do characters in this movie talk like this? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what article it was sort uh, sourcing, but the answer that I found was the director doesn't want you to think about like any of the pathos arguments behind anything. It's all just what is happening. And that is supposed to lead you to your conclusion, not, like the emotions behind it
1: yeah it's putting plot before character and at
0: putting plot before all else truly
1: (laughs) yeah and he gets away with it because his plots are interesting it's neat it's neat um
0: i will say colin farrell cheats starts to get really emotional during the end of this movie he does
1: but i didn't know if that was purposeful or not
0: i thought it was good Uh, I thought he does a, he does a good job with that. And because, and I do think it's, uh, it's purposeful because it is really strong juxtaposed to everything that came before it. Yeah. Anyone showing a modicum of, sorry, go ahead. All right, fine. (laughs) I was saying anyone showing a modicum of emotion really ramps up the stakes of a movie where no one
1: feels anything. (laughs) Well, it's not that they don't feel anything; they never emote anything. They don't. They don't express. Yeah. Like... And you could say what I was gonna say was that it happens similarly in the lobster too. At the very end, when he's going to stab his own eyes, mm. like he experiences like genuine fear. Mm-hmm. It's not to the same extent of this one, but yeah, You that could one's say a that bit when when he does direct actors to emote it's very purposeful they do it yeah <laughs> they do it <laughs> they do it
0: most <laughs> actors wouldn't do it <laughs> but when your
1: ghost <laughs> tells you to do it you do it what does matthew get for sharing medical information with Anna? Oh, god <laughs> matthew is of course steven's co-worker his an anesthesiologist yeah uh, you said that he gets Anna's uh, feet pics. No, it's a, uh, it's a hand job. <laughs> Just yeah, in this car.
0: The second most unsexy hand job I've ever seen. <laughs> What's I'm the keep- first one? <laughs> oh, the Breaking Bad one. Oh,
1: okay, yeah.
0: Uh man I'm I would kink shame every single character in this movie. <laughs> There's some oh, quirky kinks in this, in this. I don't I don't like the way
1: <laughs> that they do sex. <laughs> we could talk about it later. Uh which family member dies? You remember what you guessed?
0: I think that I had said Anne. You said Bob. I did. I did say Bob. It is Bob. As you watch it, I did,
1: the- yeah, I did. I did.
0: I loved it. <laughs>
1: Honestly though the, the way Colin Farrell tries to choose so to funny. Kill a so member, funny. It's one of the funniest parts of the movie. He
0: comes he comes out and he starts putting the bags over their heads and I'm like, "Oh, okay, so it's so like they don't have to see it." Yeah. And then I notice <laughs> that for the first time in the entire movie, Colin's wearing one of his signature little beanies which I know he wears in real life, so I think that might have just been his that he brought to set that tape. Yeah, possibly. And then he slides that over his little head, and I go,
1: oh, that's where this is going. <laughs> and then he starts spinning. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so absurd. so
0: funny. And it's like, you think for a moment, that he's doing it and he's like maybe one of these random shots I'll miss but then it'll go in my head maybe that is the person I should shoot because it has the weakest emotional response nope
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's trying you answered the bonus question of how do they die but that they fall out a window
0: I think I did say that
1: yeah uh, explain in detail for people who don't know. Do you want to explain in detail or do you think it would be worth keeping a surprise?
0: Last episode we only had six downloads so I don't think anyone really gives a <laughs> shit if I spoil this movie. Alright. Uh, If you do uh, check the description. I'll post when the movie summary is over as I do with every episode if you haven't noticed. <clears throat> no, but well, of course you haven't. You don't listen. <laughs> um. So what am I des- describing? How they die. Okay. How Bob uh, dies. Yeah. So what Stephen's plan is is to blindfold his family and then himself and he has a rifle. He stands in the center of the three of them in his living room and then he spins around in a circle, decides <laughs> to stop, point the gun at Something and shoot the gun. If he kills one of his family members, essentially he's won. He misses twice. The first time the first time he nearly shoots his daughter. Second time he nearly shoots his wife. Third time somehow gets his son somewhere.
1: <laughs> his chest, I think.
0: Are you sure? Because there's no hole in his chest. Sure. He's shooting a rifle from very nearly point-blank range, and he's wearing only cloth, so you'd be able to tell where he got shot from.
1: I just thought the blood was such a dark red that it was hard to tell. For me,
0: I was almost concerned because I thought that Bob had died before being shot, Mm. because it looked like it could have just been blood leaking out of his eyes. Yeah. But that is just unintentional that uh, no. they used CG blood. So it was hard to show what happened.
1: How uncomfortable it must have been for the actor, <laughs> for this child actor to have blood from his eyes.
0: How did they do that?
1: Like, I don't know.
0: The way that they're clear, the way they're cl- the they be-
1: cleaning it up. And-
0: yeah. Because it's sticky. Like fake blood is sticky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would not want it on my face, let alone my eyes, let alone coming from my eyes in a convincing manner. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I'd be interested in listening. I don't say it really for any movie. I'd be interested in listening to a director's commentary Yeah, for this movie.
0: Unless this, man, this director is the craziest person in the world <laughs> and his director's commentary is unintelligible.
1: Possibly. Uh, true or false? Kim has lost four MP3 players in the last ten days. You said true. No, she just loses two, and then threatens yeah. to lose a third. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that when she's saying, "Bob, if you die, can I have your MP3 player?"
0: Very Wednesday Adams, honestly. Yeah. Uh huh. Not the current show. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Tim Burton, keep your mitts off the Adams family.
1: <laughs> Steven goes to his children's teacher to figure out which one of them is the best. You said impossible. They would There's ask him. He would ask another kid. <laughs> he
0: does. He doesn't go to a teacher though. He goes to a principal. Yeah, but so give insane. me the point. <laughs> it's no. not a teacher. You're gonna sit there and tell me that principals are teachers? Many of them were not currently only the
1: good ones are (laughs) (laughs) only the good ones are (laughs) 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 is that springsteen (laughs) yes yes no i don't do i think that's billy joel that's only good good die only only the good die
0: yeah
1: uh true false anna voluntarily kisses martin's feet you said false No, it's true Stephen really
0: stomped the shit out of that kid's feet, huh? (laughs) Wouldn't you? I don't know. (laughs) It didn't seem to be helping. (laughs) Nothing, no attack on Martin ever seemed to solve the problem. I think after quite a short while, I would have exhausted that as an avenue because at the same time if you let Martin get away I don't think the police would believe him (laughs) true
1: Um, you said it was true that Anna role plays as an anesthesiologist during sex
0: (laughs) nope (laughs) she plays uh, an anesthetized patient yes don't like it (laughs) don't like it don't like the implications on what that may mean for (laughs) Stephen or his patience or his patience Uh, I'm gonna for for a while in this movie because you don't know what Martin's relationship is to Stephen I thought that Martin was his illegitimate child from a woman Mm. he may have uh, raped on the operating table yeah That's not the case. Um, I don't know when I have an opportunity to talk about Martin's mom. Um, Yeah, we could talk about it now. Uh, Okay. Uh, First of all, I I put it in my review. Alicia Silverstone jump scares the third movie she's appeared in on our show. (laughs) I I was watching it and I saw her appear on screen. I go, is that is that Alicia (laughs) Silverstone? And I had to look it up, and it is. I didn't know she was still working. Yeah, uh, she does a fine job at being incredibly Unhinged. creepy and <laughs> insane. I did not like uh, how much they talked about her weight. Uh, mostly because of the real-life Alicia Silverstone problems of people saying that she was overweight, when she definitely wasn't. True. Does a great job though in this movie, didn't it? I was shocked <laughs> to see her, and then even more shocked to see what she would attempt to do. <laughs> I thought that when she said he had beautiful hands, it was going to escalate slowly. That escalates so quickly <laughs> that I thought that I would have a second to like look away.
1: Eat my breakfast. Nope. You were eating breakfast during this movie?
0: I was eating a bowl of cereal at eleven o'clock. Hmm. It's not appetizing when someone starts swallowing a man's hand. <laughs> uh but I don't I don't like the way anyone does sex in this movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fair. And I don't think you're supposed to. <laughs> i it's similar similarly to the lobster sexes like treated very transactionally and it's a it's
0: a literary sex where it's never about the sex, yeah, but this movie in a very non literary way does not disguise that behind <laughs> anything. <laughs> Um, except for the sex scene i liked the least which is not a sex scene nearly an initiation for it where kim lays down on her bed in front of martin i mostly just just don't like that (laughs) yeah just waits but i mostly don't like that uh because there's a 10 year age difference between the two actors in real life yeah i thought that was strange um and that she uses the exact same method that her mother does when trying to engage in sex with her dad. Which made me think she's seen it. And I don't like that.
1: <laughs> um, you said it was true that Bob is the first child to offer to die.
0: That's false. Bob does some really fucked up and sad <laughs> things to not yeah. die. Very explicitly. Kim offers to die in a way that I don't think that she actually wants to.
1: No, it's like in a teenage, superficial, kind of like Tumblr. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's Vibe. It's a reverse psychology type of thing. Yeah. Pick me because I know you won't type of thing. And then she desperately tries to crawl away from the house. That, the, the timeline of that scene confused me slightly yeah because it jumps
1: it jumps back and back, forth a lot
0: yeah. but i think i think that conversation was actually after she tried to crawl away yes i don't know
1: um and then you said it was true that we never see martin's friend's motorcycle <laughs> we never see martin's friend so yeah, but we see martin driving that motorcycle
0: <laughs> but let me tell you real quick that's not a motorcycle <laughs> Okay, well, whatever. It's a dirt bike. It's not street legal. Even showing you how more of a bad boy Martin is because he's driving something
1: (laughs) that he shouldn't for two
0: reasons.
1: Like rebel without a cause.
0: (laughs) On his shitty yee-yee-ass dirt bike down the streets of whatever (laughs) city this is. I know it's in Ireland probably, but the movie didn't really give itself a location. Intentionally.
1: Yeah. It seemed like California. But...
0: I was thinking it was some uh, Canadian city. Hmm. It Gave me West Coast vibes. Because every single person in this movie has a different
1: accent. True. It becomes difficult to place. Which is also intentional, I would yeah. imagine. Hey, what's Nicole Kidman's accent? Mid-Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> It really
0: feels like it. She, for the most part in this movie, is going for like a standard American accent. Mm -hmm. But then it slips sometimes into a transatlantic accent. And every time I see Nicole Kidman, I think, where are you from?
1: Yeah. I always feel like, uh, I don't know, never mind. (laughs) um screen grab you remember the screen grab
0: yeah it's uh it's martin eating pasta while lying and saying that steven was coming on to his mom and he loved it (laughs) but he was also saying that uh he thought he was special because he ate pasta just like his dad and no one else did that I really thought that he wasn't going to have the epiphany that everyone eats spaghetti like that. (laughs) Even on rewatch, I was hoping that was going to be the case. Because I see him doing it, and he's like, they say I just ate spaghetti just like my dad. And I was
1: sitting on my couch going, you mean like everyone else? Like how everyone else eats spaghetti? I will say he just tries to take the biggest mouthfuls of spaghetti. (laughs) So that is a
0: unique way that he could eat pasta. <laughs> uh but I I remember describing it as he had just woken up. I said it was Steven, which is just wrong. Yeah. I was right that it was the guy from the Eternals cuz that's very Kogan, all right? Yes. Uh he looks very unkempt.
1: I described him as unemployed, but he is a student. Yeah, uh, I'm one when- And we don't even know, maybe he does have a job, I don't know. We don't really explore his life very much outside of the dinner at his house.
0: No, if I did have to describe his life, I would just use the general adjective,
1: bad. (laughs) I don't know, I think he probably has a very ordinary life outside of this one curse related thing.
0: He says that he lives in a not-so-nice neighborhood in a not-so-nice house. His house looks fine. It looks like suburbs. It looks like a pretty nice house. I can't make a judgment call on the neighborhood. There are a lot of things that could make a neighborhood not so nice. But his house looks almost identical to Peter Parker's house from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm giving you a point and a half. one point for saying it's the Eternals guy half a point for it's a pity half point for identifying spaghetti (laughs) I would say that spaghetti is his breakfast though Uh, every single
0: scene in this movie except for the ones that are explicitly outside at night feel like 9 o'clock in the morning
1: (laughs) there's a part where uh, or like 9 o'clock at night it's Yeah. Very nearly dark or very early morning. Mm -hmm. There's the part
0: where um, Kim is trying to get Martin to have sex with her. And he's like, I have to go home. It's really late. Sunlight pouring (laughs) through the (laughs) windows. I'm like, it looks like it's like nine o'clock in the morning, dude. But this is a guy who goes to sleep in the middle of Groundhog Day.
1: Don't question his sleep habits. I don't
0: question his sleep habits for a second.
1: All right. Uh I haven't told you your score yet, but it's abysmal. So let's give you some bonus questions. I'll take them. Why does Kim throw things at Martin in the basement?
0: Because he's not undoing the curse and she assumes
1: that he can. Yes. Specifically, she wants to let she wants him to let her walk. Yeah. And I don't think
0: there's anything beyond that because I don't think she actually wants to run away with him. I don't think she even knows. I don't yeah. think I don't think that's clear. I think she's just mad at him because she wants to walk.
1: Um, how many best friends does Bob have? One, two, three, or four. It's
0: three. He has two friends that are boys, one friend that's a girl, <laughs> and Steven thinks that it is uh great that he has so many friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, doesn't that just sound like a nice movie? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's a really nice line from a dad who's about to shoot that kid. <laughs> I also want to say, I feel like it's pretty obvious the entire time that he's going to kill Bob. I've, it... I felt like I I never questioned for a second that it was going
1: to be Bob. Hmm. I don't think I knew that watching it the first time.
0: There was, like, maybe a second where I was like, it could be Kim. And then as he's spinning around in a circle, I was like, maybe it'll be himself.
1: <laughs> I think the first time I watched this, I literally, I I think I did assume that he wouldn't end up being able to kill anyone. Hmm.
0: I don't think that Yorgos makes movies that way. Yeah. Having watched one, <laughs> I was watching this movie going, I don't think Yorgos makes movies that way.
1: Uh, true or false, Kim might still have feelings for Martin at the end of the movie. I think it's pretty unquestionably no. I don't know. Look, That scene where they're walking back out of the diner, she keeps looking back at him. And it doesn't look like she has like a face of disgust or like hate. I judged it based on the
0: moment where they're all walking out the door and she doesn't look back at him. Because oh, when they're
1: walking out of the diner,
0: the, the, yeah,
1: she, she looks at him twice. I, 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 I read that
0: as like judgment as, as hate. Heck maybe even a sequel teaser. He's gonna make that boy kill his mom <laughs> the killing of two sacred deer <laughs>
1: with the <a> number two <laughs> the killing of what's the two deer. from open season two
0: <laughs> the killing of some sacred deer
1: um i'll give you a half point for subjective yeah you gave me a subjective true or
0: false question it's fun to happen
1: you would have gotten the point if you disagreed with me subjectively. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before I reveal the score, Ethan, doesn't matter. I can't lose. <laughs> I'm untouchable, baby. You could go for. You could. Oh uh, no! You tell me. Uh, would yeah, you watch this movie well. again? Uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll give you a pretty strong, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking about this and The Lobster, and I feel similarly about both of them. In that, they're movies that I felt fine watching, but know that I'm going to think about a lot more while not watching them. <laughs> which True. I feel is the intention. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're the acting. They're thinkers. They're real thinkers. They're thinkers. I'm trying so hard not to say it. Uh, They're a real head scratcher. (laughs) I wouldn't even call it a head scratcher. It's not. Uh, (laughs) Everything happens and you know that it's going to happen and it's never not going to happen. It all makes sense within the rules of the movie. Right. The movie gives you a set of rules and gives you a bunch of people who are going to monotonously monologue them out at you. (laughs) And it's weird, because I'm not saying that this movie isn't entertaining. It is. But not like the way that a normal movie is entertaining. (laughs) Because the whole time you're like, it's a movie that you watch and you go, "Uh huh, yeah, <laughs> right, yes." <laughs> the entire time that you're watching it, <laughs> and then afterwards you're like, "I'm gonna think about this," one. <laughs> <laughs> but am I gonna watch it again? Uh, does it have anything for me on second watch? <laughs> I think, I think it does. I think, I think it probably does, <laughs> but I don't feel that way right now.
1: Yeah. I would say, I think I would rewatch this movie again. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it twice now. The first time I watched it, first of all, the next time I watch it, it's going to be midday. <laughs> <laughs> I keep watching this movie late at night and almost falling asleep. This
0: is a movie. Martin, this is a movie you can fall asleep in the middle
1: of and finish later. Groundhog Day is not. Yes. Yes um but it it doesn't really offer any different insights necessarily it's the the same story but it's just if you give it a couple years you'll find the same things entertaining again yeah (laughs) like it's 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 a good movie. I will I will label it as good. It's yeah. a very unusual movie, yeah. just like The Lobster, which is why I think a lot of people don't vibe with this movie no. very much. This is
0: not for everyone. If you haven't heard of this movie, I'm not surprised. <laughs> if you're not interested in watching this movie, I'm also not surprised. <laughs> it's neat. I think it's neat. But I will also shout out. God, the director of photography did such an amazing job. I yeah. love the cinematography of this movie, and I knew I would going in.
1: The Lobster was well shot as well.
0: I think so. Yeah. I I I'm coming around on maybe watching that again. It's better knowing everything that's coming. Yes. Yeah. That that is one that is better to know what's going on. This one doesn't matter. You don't have to know what's going to happen. It's pretty clear what's what's going to happen, especially
1: when martin tells you
0: what's going to happen i think
1: and we kept talking about like the tone of this movie really just makes it clear that something dreadful is just gonna happen yes and really that's just the music like it's (laughs) like it's martin and steven just walking and talking together but then (laughs) like you have these stings (laughs) these killer stings even though nothing's really happening (laughs) <laughs> the acting does nothing You're for done. this movie. The acting <laughs> will give you nothing.
0: You don't know what these people are feeling until the end of the movie. <laughs> because frankly, what these people feel doesn't really matter. <laughs> True. They it tries to a- attack a philosophical problem, logically. Yeah. And that's this the movie is a result of that process. Is yeah. it a movie or is it a
1: process? Is it a movie or an idea? <laughs> <Is> <laughs> Either way. Just... Fascinating. Interesting.
0: <laughs> I just want to say my favorite shot in the movie is when uh Martin is talking to the Martin's come over to Steven's house and he's talking with the whole family. Mm-hmm. But the camera gets there late. Like it's walking through the dark kitchen and then coming upon them having a conversation. I love that shot. I thought it was yeah. so good. That's this movie.
1: Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun.
0: <laughs> There's that <laughs> part where the music just so loud and you can't hear what people are saying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh Ethan, why did you find this movie scary? Did you find it scary? The vibes are off on this one, friend. Did it make you really uncomfortable? I could, I I didn't know. I was iffy on whether to include this one in this season or not because I wanted to give you movies that would really freak you out, and I didn't know if this one would actually freak you out.
0: This one, I think because I had seen The Lobster, I was, like, prepped for it. You know, like, I I kind of knew what I was getting
1: into. You didn't find the 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 speech necessarily is grading i was ready for that
0: i (laughs) was ready for it this time they call and the thing is i didn't know colin farrell was in this movie as soon as i saw him i was like okay i know exactly yeah um so i want had i not had the prep i would have found this movie deeply unsettling (laughs) like it is it is a weird bad time but in terms of like body horror there's not a lot. No. It's just. There's a few gross out moments. Yeah. Mostly a parking lot hand job. <laughs> that was the grossest I felt.
1: But mostly, really, like, the, the, the most unsettling part is the lack of, like, ultimate control. There's no, like, none of these yeah. pe- people have any sort of earthly control over what's going
0: on. This is a thing that's going to happen. There's one way to stop it, and it's not good. Yes. (laughs) They spend so much time in this movie. I think they only say it three times, but it feels like they say it the entire movie. Killing me would have been like killing four people with the same bullet. (laughs) (laughs) And I... Hated that line, I think. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I like this movie. I think it's a good movie. I don't like it as much as The Lobster. I think The Lobster has more jokes, more levity, and I think it um, tackles a more interesting idea. The Lobster is more fun. Just the world it exists yeah. in as well is interesting. But But
0: yeah, because because the lobster has a pretty built out world with rules that you can understand mm -hmm. this one. The rules aren't clear until (laughs) Barry Kogan slowly tell no, not even slowly, very quickly tells you what they are. (laughs) And it's not clear if that applies to everyone or just this situation.
1: (laughs) And it's there's no there's not really world building in this movie at all. There's no it's pretty insular. It's just the family and uh Martin's mom. Hey, and um
0: the anesthesiologist. <laughs> yes, uh Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. I could have thrown out any name and there's a pretty high likelihood I could have caught that one.
1: <laughs> just a guy you went to high school with. <laughs> yeah, just
0: pick a guy's name that you knew. You know how Yorgos went to school with a guy named Matthew? Both of the writers of this movie are very much not American. Yes. <laughs> um, Cool. So that was our part for this season. We'll do a little wrap-up. be pretty short. It was a short season.
1: Yeah.
0: Next week, you can come on back, and we'll have Sarah quizzing us on Thanksgiving's The First Movie.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> There's a
0: part where the soundtrack which is <laughs> Alright, let's talk about these movies, Wesley. Let's do our full season review. I don't remember
1: how to do these, and
0: every time we do, I don't remember.
1: Well, let's start it off with Ethan, what was the scariest movie?
0: That's a good that's a good one. The scariest movie, uh uh was probably Eraserhead. Yeah. It was the one that I had the worst time watching. (laughs) It was the one where I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) Which is the feeling I get anytime there's a horror movie. So uh, just so that you can learn about uh, my interaction with most scary movies, when I was in middle school, I went over to my friend's house Uh, With a bunch of other friends. And they were like, let's watch The Blair Witch Project. And I was like, okay. That's fine, I guess. The movie started. And I immediately got the feeling. I don't want to be in this room anymore. (laughs) I don't want to interact with this at all. But I was in middle school. So I couldn't just go home.
1: You'd lose all your credit.
0: Yeah. So what I did instead is. This is one of my friends uh, who had two places to interact with media in the basement. So they had their big projector where everybody was watching the movie. I went over to the other corner of the room where there was a CRT (laughs) with a PlayStation 2 hooked up and I started playing Kingdom Hearts 1 by myself.
1: (laughs) Was that your first time playing it? Yes.
0: Wow. Uh, And so I'm playing this game alone while uh, I could just hear in the background, you've seen Blair Witch
1: have you been able to watch that movie
0: since no I'm not interested (laughs) I have no interest in watching that movie I played all of Resident Evil 7 by myself in a dark room uh, in a house that was not my own which uh, I should let you know is a very frightening experience (laughs) that game does reference the Blair Witch Project and that was fine I did that okay well, then maybe it's time to
1: watch Blair Witch Project. No, I don't want to. You can't make me. It's time for some exposure therapy. <laughs> Sarah, if you're listening, time to change your movie. I haven't seen it either.
0: <laughs> but, like, I've seen... I have... I have, quote-unquote, seen the Blair Witch Project. I, I know. think we
1: both know what goes on in that movie. But it's time for Sarah to play a large part in your psyche. <laughs> and literally, help you tackle this.
0: literally Sarah cannot listen to this podcast episode <laughs> and quiz us on the Blair Witch project in the proper amount of time. Yeah, she could. This will go up on Friday. Sarah can listen to it on Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which means that we would have to record the first Sunday. half on Saturday night or Sunday morning. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's time. There's time. You hear me, Sarah? There's time. There's plenty of time.
0: So every other listener, once you hear this episode, you'll be very interested to see what happens next episode.
1: Yeah, I would have to say probably Eraserhead would probably be the quote-unquote scariest movie. Room, I didn't really think much as a scary. It wasn't really horror. It was more like a thriller almost. mm mm-hmm. um, like a slow burn thriller. It still doesn't feel very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> but in kind of the way Boy in the Striped Pajamas doesn't feel very good. <laughs> I wouldn't Which, consider that a horror movie. I would consider that one a a drama with some thriller uh, yeah. elements to it. I only
0: Just bringing it up, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, didn't that author get super exposed recently for not Doing any research into their historical oh, fiction—that was did? known
1: when the book came out. it Was, was it? It's okay. just got just started getting circulated like a oh, year okay. or two ago. It came around But yeah, again. I I remember reading that when my dad showed me the movie, and then I was like, "Oh, I wonder." It was like probably around the same time that I was reading a Holocaust book in either sixth grade or eighth. Mouse. Grade. No. Probably Number of the Stars, I would imagine. Um, I had to watch that movie for school. Boy in the Striped pajamas.
0: Yeah, I had to watch the movie for history class.
1: I think th- there was one history class in my school that did it, but it wasn't mine. Um, but, like, I was a history nerd at that time, so, like, of course, I watched it on my own. I ended up getting the DVD as well, and then shortly the after that, edition. I was like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> comes with their own pajamas um (laughs) can you
0: fucking imagine
1: (laughs) i mean with that director (laughs) you know what yeah (laughs) um yeah so yeah it's not a great movie and he's like made other books since i think as well about that subject uh, You're not entitled to tell other people's stories, everyone.
0: You're not we have to... decided that <laughs> the prize for this season is two <laughs> Lego costume women. So that I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't win. If I don't break my predicted score, you will owe me two Lego costume women.
1: Yeah, and by the way, you got six and a quarter points. One of your worst scores in a while. (laughs) Let's see. Your worst score, maybe this year. No, the last time you got a score this bad was Black Landsman. (laughs) Yeah, damn. Yeah. Uh,
0: Let's see. Pretty bad. Don't really need to talk about most improved or most forgotten movies, but are there any musical cues that stick with you from this Season of movies. (laughs) I don't know if it's a musical cue, but that part in Eraserhead where the baby gets sick and then there's just a big (gasps) of sound. I don't like that that stuck with me. It feels weird. It feels weird that freaky doesn't have like a big musical moment doesn't it It feels like it should
1: yeah again it feels like freaky should have been it should have leaned more into the corny B horror movie it could have been even campier yeah but it has that it tries to force in that mother daughter family reunite Mm mm-hmm subplot that is never interesting and never not just generic
0: Mm -hmm. which is weird because if you watch any of like the trailers for that movie it does not feel like that's going to be in there at all uh you don't feel comfortable with this question anymore (laughs) so what is it
1: who is the hottest actor (laughs)
0: and then um, what chain restaurant Superman yeah probably
1: Vince <laughs> I feel like we have to say Nicole Kid but... it's the safest option <laughs> like yeah I don't know the lady with
0: cheeks nope <laughs> not dignifying that movie with
1: anything you don't want to
0: explore that
1: mouth with Tony <laughs>
0: No. You don't. Not the not the things that you want to do with a swallot. <laughs> and then, most importantly, who's the strongest person from this season who you could beat in a fight?
1: <laughs> Vince Vaughn's character. <laughs> mano y mano, I would survive that buzz song. Uh um, I guess the kid. <laughs> okay, strongest character that we could defeat that you could beat okay. in a fight because either of us could beat up the kid from room. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> could we beat the shit out of Jack? Absolutely. Um, I think a genuinely strong character who I think I might be able to beat in a fight because I would cheat. <laughs> Is Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off from Freaky?
1: <laughs> I think that's pretty fair. Like he's I... pretty
0: strong, but I still think I'm 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 younger than him, so I could beat him.
1: Yeah, I think I could beat old Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we picked two huge losers and abusers <laughs> to beat the shit out of.
0: And frankly, You'll notice we a should recurring
1: theme listener, that we often pick older characters <laughs> who don't have a lot of muscle mass. For those of you who don't know what we look like, uh we're we're, we're two young men, not in the not I would say the prime of our lives. Yeah, prime of our lives physically, but also just not like Particul- particularly fit. Like
0: the closest thing I do to exercise is ballet and tap dance, uh, and I do both of those things once a week. It's not a lot.
1: The closest thing I do to exercise is work at a school <laughs> and walk up four flights of stairs every time. <laughs> so our,
0: I just want you to know, folks. Waist up, Wes and I don't look too strong. Waist down asses like steel
1: (laughs) flat asses of steel flat asses of steel
0: we could take old nick and that teacher from freaky crush them between our glutes put them in a shed and keep them there (laughs) for a number of years squash their heads like a watermelon between my thighs
1: Alright, so that's uh, that's it for this season. <laughs> well, not quite. Not. We have Thanksgivings to coming next week. It's Sarah <laughs> guest star from, Sarah. It's from Sarah the pod- from the
0: Podcast Week Decommission. Uh she will be the only woman <laughs> listener. The only <laughs> woman who has ever guest starred on this show. Uh the only woman uh to appear on this program who is an active listener of the podcast.
1: Uh, Besides Rigoletto, I think she might be the longest listener, though. Yeah, I did say the only woman, but
0: that's also fine.
1: I know. Um, And then coming up, we got holiday movies.
0: Right in time for the holidays. So let's see when these episodes releasing. I think uh, so. It'll be on Christmas and then after that.
1: Yeah. Start of the new year. Um, we got Ernest Saves Christmas. We got The Muppets Christmas Carol. We got Deck the Halls. <laughs> I forgot that I'm quizzing you on Deck the Halls, <laughs> and then <laughs> Love Actually, which I'm excited to see.
0: Yeah, I picked that just now. Shit, that's going to be a hard movie
1: to write a quiz about, but I'll figure it out. I feel cool. like Muppets Christmas Carol will be harder because I know the Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, that one's going to be a lot of casting decisions. That's going to be most of the quiz is which <laughs> Muppet did they pick to play this character?
1: Okay. Ow! Someone just Show stuck up. their hand in a toaster for masturbating.
0: Yeah, just to let everyone know how strong I am, I just gently knocked my fists together
1: and severely
0: injured myself.
1: Yeah, I think Cameron might be kicking (laughs) you in the ribs. (laughs) Cameron's throwing me in the table saw. (laughs) All
0: right, everybody. You have been listening to the game show. We ain't seen nothing yet. The current score is Wesley, 24 points out of a predicted 22. Sorry you did too well, buddy. And Ethan sixteen point seven five out of a predicted thirty four. You can find next week's movie somewhere, probably on Shutter. <laughs> every B movie, uh, every B horror movie is on Shutter, so I just assume that it's there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It, where I will post every three weeks. On Twitter, you can follow me at Powerful Goose or on Letterboxd at EGeese. You can follow Wesley on either platform at Baby Wesley. And remember to share your MP3 players with your sister. Tis the season. She can't sing well.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs>